the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Once again, House lawmakers dealing with another looming potential government shutdown. The deadline this time is Friday, November 17th, and a number of lawmakers say a protracted partisan battle would most assuredly lead to federal agencies shuttering their doors. House Speaker Mike Johnson has been in talks in the last several days with members of his slim 221 to 212 majority about a clean continuing resolution with no cuts that would carry into the new year. But some hardliners want staggered deadlines for different agencies, as well as spending cuts and tighter security at the southern border. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Police have released a suspect in the fatal stabbing of a Detroit synagogue leader last month. No charges have been filed in that case. Samantha Wool was president of a downtown synagogue. She was found dead near her home October 21st. This is SRN News. This week on the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. Instead of the government system listening to the parents who are the stakeholders, they shut us down. They literally shut off our microphones. They changed citizen input at school board meetings. One of our own moms called by an FBI field office after having spoken at a school board meeting. You're making peanut butter and jelly in the morning and you have an FBI agent calling you about your speech. Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network. It's 2.01, more of Narn straight ahead. Hi, it's Marshall. And for today, from the Genovations Regen Weather Center, just a slight chance of rain, 45 the expected high. The Salvation Army can use your help. You know they help people 365 days a year. But you can help right now because they need bell ringers. Head over to SalvationArmyNorth.org and volunteer your time. Thank you. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. Your one-man seven-nation army, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Actually, four guys. Uh, myself, Brad Carlson, every Sunday from 1 to 3. Uh, Jack Tomzak, the new guy uh, from 3 to 5 Saturdays. Actually being uh, subbed for today because Jack's off on assignment. Uh, Jack Tomzak on assignment. And Kelly uh, NASCAR Kelly Gunderson will be filling in today. That's right. So that's always fun. It's, all, it's actually a lot of fun to see how many... People are kind of filtering in uh, after all these years as guest hosts and replacements. We we went all these years with just Brad and myself and, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station AM 1440, The Businessman, with just the four of us for the longest time. 
and uh, with occasional uh, guest shots by Walter Hudson, who, of course, it's always a pleasure to hear him on the air, but easily the smartest person in the Minnesota legislature, with all due respect to my other very smart friends in the Minnesota state legislature, all of them, every last person among them, Republican. At any rate, I mean, Kelly Morrison, give me a break. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, uh, if you're in the third congressional district and if you're Republican, opportunity is smashing on your door with a sledgehammer. Get up, get in, and get out of here, folks. I know you've had a couple of off cycles here. You let rot, nut, you let rot gut Dean take over uh, after Eric Paulson left office or was voted out of office. It, it's now that uh, rot gut Dean Phillips has opted to run for president, by the way, earning a tidal wave of opprobium from uh, DFL, uh, from the DFL especially, but Democrats nationwide, saying, you don't primary a sitting president. Why? Why don't? I mean, showing their deep respect for democracy, by the way, for, uh, for, for actually doing what you're supposed to do in the political process to, and this is the important part, try to make the candidate in your party better. I mean, Somebody primaries Joe Biden, hypothetically speaking, he'll have to come out of the basement in this next campaign. He'll actually have to talk to people and and try to string a coherent sentence together, which he can't do. So Dean Phillips announcing inexplicably his run for president. I mean, he's relatively low profile, even here in Minnesota, for crying out loud. Why? Why? I mean, I'm glad to see him do it. Because it'll, I mean, it, it's nice to throw at least some turmoil into the Democrat side of things. Not that Joe Biden himself isn't himself providing all sorts of turmoil to uh, to the left in this election here. Will, will they run him? Won't they run him? I mean, they, they can see them lining up uh, characters to run against him potentially, or not to run against him. No, the, the the conventional wisdom is you're not supposed to run against him. But they may find a way to shunt him out of the way to let either Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom run for office, run for the presidency. Now, Dean Phillips, very low profile uh, in relatively low profile in Washington, as far as uh, in my humble opinion, not even the highest profile Democrat in Minnesota politics uh, among the Minnesota, uh, the four Democrats in the Minnesota delegation. So. I mean, seriously, I mean, obviously, Ilhan Omar, head, shoulders and ankles, the highest profile, not that she's going to be able to run for president. And I mean, she wasn't born in America, for starters, and she would be about as popular as as a case of the mumps outside of the 5th Congressional District and districts like it in blue cities across the country. Betty McCollum may be lower profile because she's useless and has never done a thing in office other than introduce legislation against National Guard advertising in NASCAR. Oh, there's a profile in courage, Betty. Angie Craig, of course, who actually, <laughs> there's some good news there for Republicans, I think, in the second CD, if you can get your act together in the next year. Angie Craig taking flack from the far left in the Democratic Party for voting to censure Rashida Tlaib this past week. Rashida Tlaib, of course, the pro-Hamas legislator from the Detroit area a woman of Palestinian descent who essentially has taken the neo-Nazi line that Hamas is is behind here and earned herself a well-deserved censure from the House of Representatives. Just when you thought you'd, give, you'd given up hope on the House of Representatives doing anything useful 
they at least did that. They they gave Rashida Tlaib a figurative spanking for, I don't know, coddling genocide. Coddling genocide of the Jews. By the way, many, many DFL, uh, DFLs, Democrats, beclowned themselves deeply and intensely this past week in the battle over censuring Rashida Tlaib. A uh, Representative Debbie, Debbie, marvelously named Representative Debbie Dingle, defended Rashida Tlaib saying, and the audio from this is just hilarious, saying, quote, from the river to the sea means things to different different things to different people. I'm serious. She said, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free means different things to different people in different times, said Representative Dingle. In rising to the fence of the loathsome modern neo-Nazi Rashida Tlaib. Now, give credit where it's due. She's right in a sense. For example, if you are trying to rid a basement and a fixer-upper of black mold, the final solution could mean the solution that actually gets rid of the black mold. If you are out at the golf course and you have a nasty slice, a final solution to that nasty slice may be a little bit of coaching that helps you hold the club correctly and follow through properly so you don't slice, so the the ball flies straight. Those are both examples of final solutions. Now, likewise, the phrase work makes you free, I mean, it could be something found in a Horatio Alger story back in the day. It could be something that, that is part of a motivational speech saying, yeah, doing a good job makes you feel free. Terms like final solution and work will set you free are things that can have at different times to different people perfectly innocent connotations. But... In the context of someone who is talking about erasing Jews from Europe, the final solution means one thing. The German euphemism for the Holocaust, for the industrial genocide of Judaism in Europe, and had they had their way, eventually worldwide. Work makes you free can be a perfectly noble sentiment unless it's written in German on the top of the Auschwitz extermination camp, in which case it was an ironic way to placate people before they were murdered. Hey, they're saying work will set us free. This is just a work camp. Oh, oh, we're dead. See, those terms do mean different things in different contexts. Absolutely, it's true. But in the context in which each of those phrases are best known, the German euphemism for the Holocaust and the German placative for people that they intended to gas moments later. The context is unmistakable and completely unitary. There is no dithering around about context with either of those terms, as long as you're talking about people whose intention is erasing a people from the map of humanity. Likewise, it is possible, according to Representative Dingle, that there is a context somewhere in the world that the term from the uh, the phrase or the saying from the river to the sea, Palestine will f- will be free, might be disconnected 
might hypothetically be disconnected from the impetus to kill, or at best exile, every single Jew from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. By the way, that is another way of saying all of Israel, all of the Jewish homeland. There, there might be such a context. I, I will certainly defer to the learned representative Tingle on any specifics, although she provided none. But let's just say, in the interest of intellectual honesty, it's possible, just as it is with those other sayings. But when your context is a group, Hamas, actually several groups, Hamas, Palestinian Authority, Al-Fatah, and Hezbollah, all of them, all of whom have made the extinction of Jews in the Middle East and if they get their druthers, worldwide, a matter not only of rhetoric but of constitutional priority. I mean, literally, the extinction of the Jews from the river to the sea is part of the Hamas Charter, their constitution. Our First Amendment says the right to free of speech shall not be infringed. Their First Amendment says Jews' right to live will be infringed by force. And then we'll party. So no, Representative Dingle and your supporters, there is no other context for the term from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, that anyone can point out to you, ever, ever. It means we're going to kill the Jews. We seek to kill the Jews. We train our kids from birth to kill the Jews. We pay people in a part of the world where $1,000 a year is a middle-class income, we pay people $10,000 a piece for, or their families if they don't survive. We pay people to kill Jews. We make this part of the budget, which, by the way, is largely paid by the United Nations and gullible Westerners. And that budget money, and, and Arabs, by the way, also other Arab countries, to 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 pay the, the to feed the kitties so that so these people can murder Jews they train their children from birth to to see murdering Jews and becoming martyred in the fight against Jews to be the supreme virtue they're like Philadelphia sports fans multiplied by an order of magnitude and Urban Michigan is a place that is, I don't know, trying to measure the dimness of the voters in that particular part of Michigan, the people who gave us who gave us Rashida Tlaib and Debbie Dingle and and Governor uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, perhaps the most loathsome politician in America today. And that's that's a that's a long list, but she's right at the top of it or shall I say bottom of it. These are the people who apparently believe that they can say things like, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, can mean different people, uh, things to different people at different times. I, I don't know if it's so much a matter of people like Rashida Tlaib and Representative Dingle being not just not that bright, but they are, and, and being morally depraved, but on the fact that they can reliably count on the voters in their districts to be that myopic and morally depraved 
and take that to the bank, electorally speaking. That's the disturbing part here, folks. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot, a phrase that means exactly the same thing, exactly the same way everywhere in the world, meaning we will be back. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Would you like your mortgage paid for all of next year up to $18,000? Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. We're honored to be sponsoring the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Giveaway. We believe Jesus is the real Christmas miracle, and our desire is to share his gospel. If you enter daily through December 21st, you could receive an additional blessing this Christmas season. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and sign up today, and Merry Christmas from the Kingdom Builders. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We are always on. Ringing liberty and truth. We are Freedom 1570. Just say, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Freedom Fan Club members get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows. Just click podcast, am12athepatriot.com. By the way, this broadcast is one of those podcasts, along with Brad, Jack, King. We're all out on their podcast site. So if you miss us on Saturdays or Sundays, you can violate the space-time continuum and listen to us whenever you want. 
go to podcast at m12wethepatriot.com. There, deep archives of interviews, conversations, everything that's happened every week, going back a long time, and other hot topics and important issues. Anyway, go there, m12wethepatriot.com slash podcast, the place to be for everyone that is everywhere, anyone in this world today. I don't know what I just said. Be there. Podcasts. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join. By the way, that uh, that, that particular album, the first album I bought when I moved to the Twin Cities, brand new remastered version just coming out. All I can say is just take my money. I'm on my way. I may have picked it up on the way home tonight. Anyway, speaking of music, I spent a time, a bit of time in between uh, my first two careers, radio and technical writing, working in bars. And yeah, it was kind of where my life bottomed out. I was, I was a DJ. I, I never... I, I didn't know which end of a glass to pour a drink into, but I was a DJ. Worked at a bunch of bars, including this bar that hasn't existed for close to 30 years in North St. Paul. Uh, I won't name names. doesn't matter. Uh, it was a, I was working a really boring Friday night there in the middle of summer. And, of course, music bars tend to get really slow in the summer. People come out to dance, especially girls, come out to dance in the winter. Uh, in the summer, they've got other, unless your bar has a you know, softball league or a volleyball pit out back, it's dead. It was pretty dead. One of the bouncers got let off early, and he went out uh, leaving the bar with one bouncer, a bartender, one waitress, and uh, maybe 10 people, mostly just drinking, nobody dancing, which is fine. I got paid either way. didn't care. Uh, One bouncer, kind of a big, kind of Mediterranean-looking guy with a curly perm, uh, short-cut hair, looked a little like Freddie Mercury. He left early. The other guy, big, 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 beefy dude with a curly perm, who was trying to get into professional wrestling. We we had a brief chat. He was uh, trying to work his way up to the minor leagues of professional wrestling, like maybe get a star shot someday. Well, a lot of people, by the way, back then, perhaps still today, I don't know, but back then, a lot of people worked as bouncers who were trying to get into professional wrestling because at that time, uh, Twin Cities was a big hotbed of professional wrestling. Whatevs. Anyway, the other bouncer, the one who got let off, the guy who looked a little like Freddie Mercury, uh, apparently went out to the parking lot and, I'm going to guess, grabbed a little tiny spoon and hoovered up a line of uh, bad Bolivian marching powder. Maybe it had been cut with PCP or Drano or something. Because he, he came back into the bar 10 minutes later, bellowing at the top of his lungs about something, just screaming at something, and started throwing punches at people. He, he smacked the bartender in the face with something, cut his lip wide open, knocked out a tooth or two, tangled with a couple of customers, and th- throwing tables around. And I will say... Of all the brawls that I was around in my years in bartend, in DJing, that was one of the most bizarre. And this rampage went on and on and on. And, and in retrospect, I, it's one of those fishing stories. It may have been five minutes. It may have been a half an hour. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like that fish you caught 30 years ago that may have been 12 inches or it may have been 36. No idea because it was 30 years ago. But the whole time, and this this detail has not been a fish story, the entire time of the rampage, as as the coked-up loony bouncer was doing the voodoo he did, the would-be professional wrestler, who was uh, the other bouncer on duty, stood a few feet away from the guy and yelled, You want a piece of me? Hey, hey, you want a piece of me? Over and over and over, like... Like he was filming one of those stupid interstitial bits at pro wrestling tournaments on TV. You may have guessed in subtext here. I, I'm not a big fan of professional wrestling. Always annoys the bejeebers. I mean, I have friends who say, it's fun. 
go with God. We can all be different. Let a thousand lights shine. It bores me stiff. I detest it. I just It always annoyed me. I'd rather listen to fingernails scratching on chalkboards than any kind of professional wrestling. Kids, ask your parents what a chalkboard is. At any rate, uh, but he, that's all he did. Just bellowed. You want a piece of me? Yeah, you. You want a piece of me? Hey, hey, I am talking to you. You want a piece of me? Hey, I'll shock the world. You want a piece? That's, what he, that's all he did. It's a guy who's being paid to stop fights, ideally to prevent them from turning into fights, but some you, you work with what you got to work with. The guy came in swinging. You stop the fight. And the guy trashed the bar. He broke tables, broke stools, uh, broke broke the bartender who wound up going to the hospital, uh, broke a few patrons. It was, uh, I had my little pool cue, <laughs> sawed off pool cue in the booth ready to go just in case it came my way. But ooh, I'll tell you, when people are people are coked up, they, they don't feel getting hit. Anyway, I wonder sometime if that wannabe wrestler dude who spent the whole fight? I don't know if he ever laid a hand on the guy. I think I think the cops finally dragged the guy out of there, like several of them. I don't know if this wrestler dude, what he's doing now. I've lost track of pretty much everyone I knew in the bar industry. Thank God. But I would have to guess that this guy is working. The, the hey, you want a piece of me? Dude is working as a consultant for some GOP related strategy firm these days. <sighs> Conservative groups, and by conservative, I mean populist groups in particular, have been very susceptible to the idea. It's not, not just susceptible. Heck, they've been pushing the idea that rhetoric, tough, unyielding, tough talk, combined with poo-pooing actually affecting policy, is actually a good approach to politics. I mean, here's an example that's particularly close to my heart here in Minnesota. There's a group... Uh, called Minnesota Gun Rights, is a group that's not from Minnesota and will never have a positive effect on gun rights. But it does make a lot of tough-talking videos. And it's my contention, my opinion, and, and my written opinion on my blog that Minnesota Gun Rights is not a fraud per se, just basically a fundraising operation that has realized that if we never win the battle, they could just keep raising money. They, they poo-poo. That's a polite way of saying they dump on any, any politician, any Republican who actually engages in trying to push good policy or even fight bad policy on the issue. Because engaging with the other side, which is, by the way, what politics is, engaging with people you disagree with, that's selling out to the establishment to people like, well, not not necessarily the, the Door brothers, the people who run Minnesota gun rights and raise the money and reap the benefits from it. But it is exactly that to the people who support them. People who, for whatever reason, God bless them in their naivete, who have accepted the notion that actually engaging with Democrats, trying to negotiate, do, do the horse trading that one does when you're engaging in politics in a pluralistic society is selling out and engaging is it is is being part of quote the establishment and and I think it's, as long as you're financing someone who says the right things loudly enough said we will not be we will not be pushed around well yeah actually if you're not in there making policy you will get pushed around as the laws get changed 
by people who actually engage in policy, which, by the way, the DFL does, as they've made very clear, is their intent to actually get in there and change policy, which they can do because guess what? They won elections. They became the establishment, the real establishment, not I joke occasionally. What is it? What is the difference between a fire breathing conservative or populist firebrand and and an establishment rhino getting elected to office and serving one day in it? That's it. Because when you serve in office, there is going to be compromise. You are going to vote for an omnibus bill that includes some things that you have to pass and will include some things you're supposed to fight. That's why the DFL sets them out that way. By the way, if the Republican Party ever won majorities in the House and Senate and the governor's office, we could abolish omnibus bills and bring honesty back to government. But we don't win races. We are the minority in both chambers, and we haven't held the governor's office in Tim Pawlenty, who, by the way, wasn't a tough enough talker for some so-called conservatives. Here's the deal. The Democrats aren't afraid of the label establishment because they are it. You look at a Republican office holder and say, hey, he's an establishment rhino. No, he's not. He's not an establishment rhino. He is a member of a minority caucus. And as long as you're in the minority caucus, by the way, you can do all the tough talking you want because none of it matters. If you don't win elections, you don't affect policy. If you don't affect policy in a beneficial, conservative, libertarian way, policy becomes tyranny. You never, you may hear a Democrat refer to another Democrat as uh, too conservative, but you never hear them refer to them as the establishment because being the establishment, the establishment that matters, the one in St. Paul, the one in D.C., means you get all the toys. You get all the money. You get all the power. And too much of the GOP today appears to be headed to the election focus, not on talking the talk and ignoring the not, not just on talking the talk, but ignoring the walk, but saying the walk is just stuff that establishment rhinos do. How do I put this tactfully? It's stupid. It's the road to slavery. It is the road to slavery. I can't repeat that enough. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Win some elections! Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. 
Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, it's Michelle Tafoya, and I'm going to share with you a best-kept secret I only recently learned about. Furniture Manor of Osseo, one of the metro area's hidden gems. Furniture Manor is a family-owned furniture store that's been a beloved and trusted fixture in the Osseo community since 1969, and their time-tested reputation is a testament to their craft and commitment to their customers. What makes Furniture Manor special is their huge selection of furniture, from classic to contemporary, from American-made brands like Smith Brothers, Lexington and Flex Steel. And with hundreds of different fabrics, styles, and finishes, they can help you design a home that reflects your style and personality. And their professionals are ready to help you achieve that. So if you're looking to create a comfortable and refined living space with the help of experts who genuinely want you to be happy, Furniture Manor of Osseo is the Metro's best kept secret that you won't want to keep to yourself any longer. And Furniture Manor is easy to find just off Highway 169 in Osseo. Stop in today and get in on the secret been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station great news you can listen to this radio station whenever you want wherever you want any way you want download this radio station's app on your apple or android device and your smartphone becomes your radio prefer apps like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or odyssey.com you can find our station there as well got a smart speaker like amazon echo or google home just say our name and ask it to play this station we're always on It's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12A, the Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. AM 12A, the Patriot.com. The source of all that is good in this world. Obviously, the higher power you believe in, God, Christ, whatever, is the source of all that is good in the universe and and, and forevermore, and, and this life and the afterlife. But here on this life... While you're on this planet, am12athepatriot.com is the font of all that is good. Contests, information, news, features, you name it. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. By the way, I, I've been uh, involved in some public meetings lately, and I've seen the, the phenomenon on the performative left of, uh, of the land use, of the stolen land acknowledgement. This is when some uh, puffed-up... Uh, Karen usually uh, will will acknowledge at the beginning of a public meeting or a party uh, involving any three or more progressives uh, that acknowledging that they are having a meeting on stolen land, I, stolen land, land stolen from the indigenous population way back when. Which I I, I want to go to one of these meetings with a U-Haul truck and say, okay, ma'am or sir, whatever you are. Uh, now that when we're done with this meeting, we're going to go to your place. We're going to load your stuff up. We're going to crate it up. We're going to put it on a plane for wherever your ancestral homeland is, England, Ireland, France, Germany, wherever. We don't care. You're going back there. You, you're acknowledging stealing the land. Repentance without atonement is useless. I mean, repentance without atonement is literally meaningless. You can apologize for something, but if you don't atone for that for which you're apologizing, it's really kind of hollow. 
which is the definition of the stolen land acknowledgement. It is hollow. It is meaningless. It is useless. It's, it's, it's like Diet Coke when sugar is actually something meaningful. That's a terrible analogy. I, I don't do sugar anymore. But point being, if you're making a stolen land acknowledgement, by all means, have a ticket in your pocket to head back to your ancestral homeland, where, by the way, you can then deal with the stolen land issues with the indigenous people where you came from. For example, England was colonized by the Normans, before that the, Sa- uh, the, La- uh, the Romans, before that the Saxons, before that the Jutes, before that the Picts, before that the Celts, and all of them colonized the original inhabitants. So you've got five or six rounds of moving ahead of you as you move into the Netherlands, Germany, through Eastern Europe, and off into the Ural Mountains, when perhaps you will find a place where there are no indigenous tribes to be offended. There will be 300 million of you living in about five square miles, but not my problem. It'll be your land. Anyway, 651-289-4488. I remember when I was a little kid going to see parades down Main Avenue uh, in Jamestown, North Dakota, my hometown place I grew up. One of the highlights for the five-year-old me was walking uh, down by the armory building where it was it was the, the, the kind of home of the, of the local National Guard back then, a place that my bands would wind up playing gigs 10 years later. Uh, and the National Guard guys were in there, all the drab uniforms getting there, their gear, their trucks, their Jeeps, whatnot. It was a combat engineer unit by this point. It had been infantry during World War II, but it was they were engineers by this point in the, the late 60s. Uh, getting ready for usually the 4th of July parade, Independence Day Parade in Jamestown. So I remember going down there with my mom and my grandma, who lived about a block away from the armory, and had the first book that I had. It was a book of World War II airplanes that had been my dad's when he was about the same age, like six, seven years old, a little picture book of airplanes of the world during World War II. And um, I looked on at these guys, the, the middle-aged fellas, probably in their late 40s at this point, 30s, actually, 30s, early, mid-40s, uh, all of them pillars in the community, I'd later learn, as I got to be more than five years old, milling around, waiting to roll out to the assembly area for the parade. I walked up to one of them and showed him my books. I was a five-year-old kid. I had my first book. It was cool. I was a guy in uniform. He, of course, he'd be interested. The guy who don't know his name, I probably did know his name eventually because uh, it's a small town. Anyway, the fella who was a sergeant in the North Dakota National Guard laughed and said, yeah, no, I remember I was in that war. He kind of laughed. And I, I must have laughed at the fact that my eyes went wide open. I was like, really? You were there? Uh, yeah, he was. On the arch above that armory, by the way, uh, there was an inscription, Company H of the 164th Infantry. It was, it was carved in stone back during the First World War when that armory had been built. Um, and from that door, Jamestown boys had gone off to war in World War One, World War Two, and, and the Korean War uh, as H Company, the 164th. One of the guys who left the Armory in 1917 uh, was a guy named Frank Newberry. You know, he lived next door to the house I lived in when I was a little kid on the corner of 3rd Avenue and 8th Street Southeast in Jamestown. He was already in his 80s by the time I knew him when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I, I got to go in his house a few times. He liked to show stuff off. He was a widower, but well, he'd been an insurance agent for years, back going back to the 30s, into the 60s, and he'd retired. Uh, but he showed me some of the photos of him in his uniform 
uh, with the cloth wrappings around his leg and the, the tin hat helmet. There was still He still had his old uniform, still had his old helmet. He had his old 03 Springfield rifle in a case in the basement. He'd been in H Company uh, at all the battles that the 164th Infantry of the North Dakota National Guard fought at Cantigny and Soissons and Saint-Miguel. The Meuse are gone, um, which, by the way, I learned much later re- reading the unit history, uh, the places where the U.S. entered the modern world with all the horrors that Europe had brought to it. And he came home, he got married, he raised a family, he was a successful businessman, got modestly wealthy as an insurance uh, salesman. Uh, by the time I knew him, he was enjoying his retirement, shooting squirrels in his backyard with a twenty two rifle. And, and one day, something that's still with me today, he, he uh, gave me, a, he loved to build models, little plastic models. He built a model of a U.S. destroyer, the USS Sullivan's. It's still a kit you can find if you go to model stores. Kids, ask your parents. Uh, he gave me the model. I was probably six years old at the time, and I was so thrilled out of my mind because it was a pretty cool little model. And I still am thrilled. I still have it. It's still together. It's been a little worse for the works. It's been through, what, five boys now, me, my little brother, my stepson, my son, me. I guess that's four boys all together, plus all of our friends. Anyway, it's in the library in my home uh, house right now across uh, from the desk I have there. And World War that was a World War One veteran. Of course, World War II veterans were everywhere. I mean, the guys who... I didn't know this as a five-year-old. I, I didn't know this until I was probably 12 or 13. The 164th Infantry was the first Army unit to go ashore on Guadalcanal, which was the first American offensive after Pearl Harbor. It was probably a year after Pearl Harbor when they were able to... Uh, not that long. What the heck am I saying? Six, seven months after Pearl Harbor, I believe, if I recall... They, uh, they went to shore uh, on Guadalcanal, and their first night in action was a huge Japanese bonsai attack, and they fought it back to the point where the Marines, this is somewhat famous in North Dakota history, referred to them as honorary Marines, which those of you out there who were in the Corps know that the Marines don't do a whole lot of. Anyway. The North Dakota National Guard fought all over the world. I mean, the 164th is in the Pacific. Uh, the 188th Field Artillery uh, split into a couple of different units, and they fought all over Europe, including uh, the Battle of the Bulge in Italy, North Africa, all over the place. My high school civics teacher had been a member of a anti-tank unit that had sprung out from uh, the North Dakota Guard. few of the less bright lights uh, at my high school used to think they'd get a laugh by blowing up a bag and popping it behind the guy or throwing fireworks nearby as he walked. Apparently, we found out he'd been the only survivor of his platoon after an ambush in Italy uh, during the Battle of the Volturno River. And uh, some of the other teachers who had been veterans of one thing or another made their ire known to those less bright lights, and that never happened too often. Every few years, someone would get a bright idea, and there you had it. The unit had been in action for 550 days including some of the bloodiest fighting Americans have ever had in the in, at El Guitar and Salerno, the Rapido River, the Volturno, Monte Cassino, things that are uh, synonymous in every case with, with meat grinders. Uh, hundreds of Amer- thousands of Americans died. Uh, a few survived. The ones that survived went on to be pillars of my community. He, by the way, died about oh, 15 years ago. Um, and on behalf of a couple of those morons who didn't know any better, and I'm happy to say I wasn't one of them, <sighs> sorry about that at any rate. 
So I'm mentioning this because my family never served. I mean, I shouldn't say my family never served. You have to go back a a bit to find uh, people in my family who served in the military, going back to World War II when some of my great uncles uh, served in various units around the world. As I pointed out on Memorial Day, no one's died in recent memory, not, not since at least the Civil War, and I'm not even sure about that. Partly because most of my uh, ancestors were in other countries at that point and not fighting for whatever reason. At any rate, I, as someone who never served himself, I am always in awe and I'm overwhelmed with respect for those who did. Now, those of you especially who spent the best of years of your lives defending this country. I'm reminded by my, uh, of my high school history teacher who got drafted out of high school in 1968 and uh, was sent not to Vietnam, but to Washington, D.C., where he pointed out that uh, his job was to defend Washington from the Viet Cong, and at that he was successful. The Viet Cong never took Washington, D.C. He was a little sardonic about his service, and yet uh, it is he, I think, as much as anybody else who spent the best years, in his case, the two best years of his life, serving where he was needed, even if it was just D.C., at any rate, whether uh, and the, the the old folks in the in the neighborhood who fought on Guadalcanal and the Philippines and Bougainville with the one sixty fourth, or at Leipzig and uh, Salis and uh, Omaha Beach with the nine fifty seventh Field Artillery of Eastern North Dakota's National Guard, they're they're mostly gone, not longer with us now. I can't thank any of them enough in spirit, and those of you who did in fact serve and spend the best several years of your life uh, going around the world to defend that which so many of us take for granted, Uh, all of you, I thank as well. And and, uh, it always feels inadequate to say thank you for your service, especially those who are in combat. It seems almost trite. And I'm not one of those, with all due respect to those who do say it, I never say thank you for your service because it doesn't come anywhere close to being enough. It's, 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 downright cheap. It's it's like a land stolen land acknowledgement. It has no real meaning to it. All I can say is uh, I'm glad you all made it back, those of you who, who did serve, and, and for that I thank you. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. One segment to go. NASCAR Kelly after that, which means the fun is still just beginning. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Awake at night with constant pain? Looking for a lasting natural solution not involving surgery or narcotics? Experience healing with Genovations Regen. They locate your pain and tailor a plan unique to you. Search Genovations Regen. That's G-E-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N-S Regen. Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, 
Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-949-8708-800-949-8708-800-949-8708. That's 800-949-8708. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Happy birthday, Poland. 105th birthday today. Feel free to sing along. Oh, I could. Oh, you don't know it in Polish. I'm sorry. Comes along with being a Chicago Bears fan. Of course I know the Polish national anthem. I bring it up for a reason. In fact, the reason is tucked into the words of the song, which if you read the translation is incredibly intensely poignant. It's an incredible song. It's a, it's a story of a people in exile, which Poles were for a long time, not to the extent that the, the Jews were. But there are parallels. Polish uh, democracy, uh, Pol- uh, Poland as a nation was suppressed for hundreds of years. Uh, it was conquered by the Russians and then the Germans and then the Russians and then the Germans. It's been conquered by other people for much of its existence as a nation. It existed as a nation several times. It emerged as one of Europe's few small L liberal uh, republics in the 1700s, and then was promptly conquered by the Russians and the Prussians. And uh, they're one of the few peoples in the world who looked at Napoleon Bonaparte as a liberator because he freed them from the Russians, however briefly. Uh, this is a nation that has had to fight for its freedom constantly through its entire existence. I mean, if there's a nation on this earth that appreciates 
and and has appreciated the notion that freedom is not free more than the Israelis. It's the Poles who were conquered uh, by other nations from the 1700s until 1918, had their freedom for 21 more years before they were steamrolled by the Germans and the Soviets, and then the Germans, and then the Soviets, and spent 40-odd more years uh, under the heel of the Soviet dictatorship until they achieved their own freedom 30 years ago. Had their freedom written off until they went and and became a free market economy and started to prosper, generally speaking, and are today, as we look at the situation in Europe with with Putin trying to flex his muscle and so far failing to do much about it, thankfully, you see some of the biggest support for the fight against this creeping authoritarianism being the Polish people and the Polish state and, and the people and the spirit of Poland itself. I, I, I know it with some awe that uh, Poland expanded its national, its equivalent of the National Guard. They call it the, the Territorial Defense Force about five years ago. And there is a long waiting list to get into it among Generation Zs. Generation Z in Poland is fighting each other to get into the National Guard. Can you imagine that in America? These are people who appreciate their freedom so deeply, so intensely, that even before the invasion of Ukraine next door to them, they were lining up to get into the National Guard to serve part-time to defend the freedom that they've had, that they have gotten, for, with, that only within living memory did they secure. It's one of the places in Europe, by the way, according to friends of mine who live in the area, who said, it's not a problem being an American. They love Americans over there because they uh, America has been there for them. You have streets named after Ronald Reagan in Warsaw and Krakow and all over the place because they know. They know what happened in the war between good and evil. And they came up on the right side of that war 30 years ago, and by God, Unlike so many Americans today, especially those under the age of 35 and 40 with bachelor's degrees in uselessness, they appreciate it. And they see the consequences of not appreciating it in blood all over their country. One of the pivotal influences on me becoming a conservative uh, came when I was roughly 18 or 19 years old. A Polish refugee family moved to my hometown. A young fellow about my age named Tomasz was uh, was one of the kids. He was sponsored in, in town by a local church group, presumably the Catholics. Poland's very Catholic. And listening to him talk about his great ambition in life, which was to become a naturalized citizen, join the United States Army, become an attack helicopter pilot, and go back to Europe to get ready to kill Russians. And why? Had, had more of an effect on me than more, virtually all the social studies education that I had in high school. And that had an effect on me as well. So this is young Tomash had a absolutely sledgehammer effect on my worldview, along with a few other people in my life at that time. It was what, and there were other people who had similar impact, but Tomash was brief and intense impact talking about life in a leftist country. 
it affected me like few other experiences, certainly a few other social relationships in my life. And for that, I thank him. And for that, I thank Poland. And this is something where they, they are people who are facing the same forces we face today, the same forces of the internationalist evil left who are trying to insinuate themselves into the fabric of all of our Western societies and thus bring them down. And the Poles are one of the nations in this world, along with increasingly places like the Scandinavian countries, who have realized that, 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 that diversity without some form of unity on basic principles is worse than useless, that multiculturalism is, is, a, is a nice hobby but a lousy way to run a society. You have to have your culture built around unifying principles that are worth living for, worth fighting for, worth, worth signing up and being ready to fight for just in case someone comes for them again, as they have many times in living memory for the Poles, for the people in their immediate area. Eastern Europeans appreciate freedom more than just about any American, especially native-born American under the age of 40, does. And so along with all the veterans these days who, again, have shown us uh, the, the value of understanding that freedom isn't free. I, I salute an entire nation that has served the same example throughout its life, and especially in the 105 years uh, since the, the, its current republic formed. And so veterans and nation of Poland, thank you for your day. I hope you have a blessed one. And uh, best of best, all the best to all of you. Thank you all for tuning in. NASCAR Kelly up next in for Jack Tomczak. God bless you all. God bless America. Seems like all this artificial intelligence stuff stirs up the age-old question. Man versus machine. Hi, it's Mike Max here for the Good Feed Store. And let me ask you, would you let a robot cut your hair? Would you rely on an app to teach a kid to ride a two-wheeler? Let's face it, some things require the human touch. People come to us seeking a solution to foot, leg, and back pain after trying all kinds of things recommended by in-store machines or website blurbs, an impersonal generic approach to solving a problem that is unique to you. No wonder they usually don't work. At the Good Feet Store, you'll meet with an arch support specialist who will take the time to learn about your needs, your feet, your lifestyle, and then fit you from over 300 models and sizes of arch supports. Designed for pain relief that are balanced and more comfortable. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free fitting. Just stop in or schedule an appointment or go to goodfeet.com. Currently, there are three stores in Twin Cities, Burnsville, Maple Grove, or Maplewood. Call 855-554-3338 today or go to goodfeet.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 
or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple, heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD, and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. AM 1280, the pay... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.